Welcome to the Certified Skills in AI and Tech podcast brought to you by Criterion. Criterion is a global leader in assessment solutions, providing software for test development and delivery, as well as test development services for low to high stakes certification programs. All right, everyone, welcome to season two of the Certified Skills in AI and Tech podcast. We're excited to be back here with uh, a whole new season, a whole new set of guests. As always, I'm your uh, I'm your uh, co-host, uh, Dr. Boz, and I'm here with my ho uh, host and Chief Revenue Officer, uh, Buzz Walker. Hello, good to see everybody, <laughs> or hear everybody. <laughs> Uh, and our first for our first episode today, we have a, a special guest, Antonio Pagano. Uh, he was a business strategy consultant, recently published author, has a decades of experience in marketing, AI, education, you name it, building businesses. Antonio, welcome. Thank you so much, Baz. Thank you, Arbaz. I'm uh, excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you and. You know, one of my first questions I ask anybody on our podcast is, you know, what has been the transition like to AI? You just recently published a book in AI. And, you know, what was that moment where you're like, OK, I need to get into this space? And what, what drove you there? That's literally one of those uh, wow moments of our lives. Right. So I thought I had the superpower that was uh, bridging uh, uh, different industries and silos. Right. It was either was my. Um, value proposition as a marketer, I would say. But then when uh, um, I realized that there was much more when um, Anthropic launched, you know, DALI, but even earlier, um, OpenAI launched DALI 2 and ChatGPT and Anthropic uh, Crow 2, I realized that uh, AI was my real superpower. Basically, it felt like... Uh, uh, all my ideas could be implemented and uh, realized in a much faster way. And since that, uh, you know, what what I was missing happened just in uh, you know uh, in time for the evolving world. So to answer your question, it was literally a an incredible discovery. Was something that uh, um, I was uh, foreseeing, but I didn't understand the full potential and the full impact of this uh, generative AI impact on the way of doing business and doing marketing. What, what was that process like when you started to get engaged with it? What did you dive into first? What did you sort of uh, try to test out? And then what essentially brought you to, to actually just writing a book about it? Well, uh, I started playing with, uh, you know, Zapier, that is more an automation system before, a few years ago, and, you know, the usual uh, uh, CRM and, uh, you know, um, automation systems uh, like, uh, you know, Salesforce, Pardot. But then when I start playing a little bit, I remember DALI. I spent an entire evening playing with DALI and testing prompts. And then I realized that the entire... Uh, um, the key was uh, in the way we were uh, prompting the AI. So the AI, I would say, is not really intelligent, as the word says, but is extremely rapid in com connecting the dots and providing uh, outputs. So 
My first tests were literally trying different prompts, different ideas. And I remember um, Dali was giving me very inconsistent results, right? So I realized that is garbage in, garbage out. I need to do a little, a better job, right? And the same was when I started playing with ChatGPT. I realized that uh, the outcome was uh, shockingly good when the prompt was good yeah. and was uh, average or, you know, uh, not much more than what you can Google when the prompt was not that good. So I started playing using it for, uh, you know, personal and business uh, reason until I realized that uh, I could share my knowledge, my skills, my expertise with other people. And that's how uh, high AI uh, book came, you know, to light. And uh, the entire goal of that book that, you know, I can give you much more details was literally using the book as a proven, living proof of how AI, in this case, generative AI, can literally transform uh, the content creation. And the next steps after, like the, how to market the, the, the book. So I want to prove, not just uh, in theory, but in practice, how I use, how I prompted, how I adopted this new technology to create actually a book. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that's, that's pretty interesting. I guess we're going to see you on Instagram and uh, TikTok telling, uh, I've got a new program where you can make millions of dollars and I can use generative AI to create your next book, right? And, and publish it on Amazon. <laughs> and uh, hopefully not in that, uh, in that <laughs> easy way, but, but I strongly believe, Buzz, in the power of generative AI. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. is changing the world uh, even more than uh, internet changed, you know, the way we do things, right. even more than automation, you know, and computers changed the way we do business. So yeah. I strongly believe that uh, that's not the future, is uh, is uh, uh, steadily the present. Yeah, I, 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 and as I was when jesting, what, what I really like is, is um, sort of the idea of the collaborative partner. And uh, that seems to be a, a theme that runs through your work, through your book. And and maybe you can talk more about the, this whole idea of collaboration and AI as a, as a collaborative partner. Absolutely. I come from professional sports. So teamwork, collaboration is not just, uh, you know, a fancy word, is uh, what works, right? So I even created... Uh, a management training called Rugby for Managers, in which I use rugby with these rules and, you know, tradition and techniques to teach leadership, you know, collaboration, teamwork. And so I always implemented uh, this sort of approach in every, you know, um, experience. In this case, and, and, and I go back to your question, the idea was not to use AI as a ghostwriter, as the majority of others or people do. I actually elevated the AI to the role of a co-author. And I said, uh, I even give it a name, you know, I called Claudio. It comes from Claude um, from Anthropic. And it's a combination actually of different generative AIs, not just Claude too. And I said, Claudio, that, uh, you know, his last name is GPT. 
and they will know through, through ChatGPT, uh, in reality is a, is a more general, general acronym, is my co-author. And actually the entire book is this back and forth between Claudio that complains because uh, he, she, it is doing the hard work and AP, Antonio, is taking, you know, the benefits, is uh, taking credits for this hard work, he's the visionary, and I'm doing all the, the work. Basically, this this kind of semi-serious, you know, um, interaction and conversation. The, the book is in the voice of Claudio. And basically, Claudio says, for example, Antonio's experience is that, you know, uh -huh. or um, Antonio's one time... Uh, was debating with me about something else, right? When uh, when there is a, a disagreement between me and, and Claudio. Or, you know, I, I put a note and say, Antonio's note, I strongly agree with this point and I add something. So the entire book is, uh, is in the voice of uh, Claudio. In, in, on the book cover, there is uh, Claudio GPT as co-author. And I give credit actually to this generative AI because it allowed me to, create a book, uh, I will say, in a fraction of time that uh, it will be taking me if I would use, you know, these type of tools. I actually wrote a book in uh, 2010, was on sports management, sports marketing. So I already, you know, created that sort of project and took me much, much, much longer than, of course, this one. But the point here is, again, is to prove with uh, these tools, not in theory, but totally in practice, that you can do it. You can actually apply. And that takes a lot of extra steps, of course. I'm not saying that you can write a book with a prompt. But um, I admire Claudio for uh, his patience or her patience uh, in, in you know, keep keeping with me about all the changes. And, and I mean, we're... Uh, thousands of changes that we did to the to the you know the first draft but it was an incredible uh, and pleasant experience i would say hmm. that's interesting and then as we look at how this applies across industries take it from the the personal case where you proved it worked in a book how do you see it working in an industry across industry in uh, collaboration in business to business applications and in companies i think it's totally you know uh, transversal more than vertical because it's a way of doing things so it, it is independent from the industry or from the size of the organization right um one of the key concepts that i developed in my book in my articles is that uh, before the, I'm Gen uh, X, right? So I've, I've had the the I've been lucky enough to work the old way. So now that I'm having the opportunity to experience uh, the new way, I'm also able to compare, you know, the good and the bad. And uh, one of the major differences is that before you need a specialist and you need large uh, team of people. To accomplish a well-done job, right? So I remember in uh, in one of my uh, job experience, I was the VP of marketing for uh, an organization that had a team in nine different countries. So my marketing and communication teams 
was in nine different countries between Asia, Europe, and the United States. And uh, my team was uh, huge, right? It was a, it was a medium-large organization. But I believe that the same that we were able to accomplish with that large team in nine different countries will be possible to accomplish with a much smaller team um, in, a, in a different centralized way, right? I'll give you an example. I remember translations, right? Translation for all these videos in different languages, in Asian languages, in Latin American languages. Right now, we do the same with AI, with the incredible efficiency yep. um, in a fraction of time, a fraction of cost. So um, to answer your question, Buzz, I see um, AI being, uh, um, being a major key point in uh, almost every industry, in every size of organization, because it's a way of doing things. It's a different way of approaching not just marketing, but the entire way of doing business. And then if I look at it at the um, take it to the next level and tie it back to an earlier comment where you said that prompting AI is the key to being able to do this well, it starts not only that you have to use it, it starts creating new jobs or at least new roles for people within companies to be a prompt engineers. So you can see postings now for prompt engineers that that didn't exist even a year ago, maybe two years ago, it didn't exist. But now um, anyone coming out of university, there's a, 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 a great need for prompt engineering, being able to write those well-formed well prompts. I don't know that anybody's teaching that anywhere in university, but uh, maybe talk some about the uh, the, the power of prompt engineering, the need for that. And I'd like to take it to the, the training and education side. How does somebody learn how to do this and, and uh, perhaps even be certified in being uh, able to be a prompt engineer or a good prompt writer? <laughs> no, it's perfect because if you, would, if you would have asked me which one is the kind of the new role, I would answer a prompt engineer. So I was... Yeah. Uh, prepared. And um, as I said, um, AI, in this case, we're talking about generative AI, are trained train models with uh, billions of uh, content, right? Mm -hmm. So they're able to elaborate and to come out with outputs that are relevant and they are uh, uh, high quality if uh, they are prompted properly. If uh, we if the user is able to really um, let the AI understand which role has, right? For example, one of the things that, uh, that I use when I prompt is, uh, is the act as you are an expert in a field, act as you have experienced this type of, uh, you know, um, campaign, for example, and then so, um, very interesting is what uh, what ChatGPT, what OpenAI launched um, lately, that is create your own uh, GPT. So basically, uh, uh, my team and I, we created the four or five GPT that are still in beta testing, but the most uh, you know exciting and cool one is called Andy, and Andy is a super expert 
in uh, marketing, business, automation. So what we did, and I, I, I am looking back to your question about uh, how important is the prompting, we uh, created the um, custom prompt for Andy, you know, long prompt in which we detail exactly what is, uh, uh, um, I don't know if you say its expertise or, or her expertise, and we uploaded uh, ha um, almost uh, 100 books that we thought relevant for, uh, for Andy to be trained. And uh, basically, Andy assumed the role of a super expert with over 30 years of experience in marketing, business, automation, mm -hmm. as a, a degree from MIT. Oh, wow. And, uh, yes, a PhD from Harvard. So basically, we gave to a sort of a, a characterization um, to, the, to, the, um, to our custom GPT. And back to what you were saying, I believe that the entire uh, point is in, uh, in the prompt. So if you are able to really use these uh, incredible powerful tools that are generative AI, regardless, right, from the model, regardless from the strengths and the weaknesses, you have results that are inimaginable. If you are using uh, uh, average prompts or not really um, understanding how to to do your part of the yeah. you know in that game, you receive average results. Right, right. At best, yeah. I see many people or most people using it. They they're using generative AI and it's just a replacement for Google search. They right. just put in a similar type of quick phrase. That's probably ninety percent of the people out there. So uh, that's why it's important to have these conversations to get more and more people thinking about the prompt and the prompt engineering i look at it in our world where you can use uh, uh, now to build a certification exam how do you create exam questions and then the proper responses and then the what's called the distractor responses and people are starting to use it but more in an elementary way where you really need to put the time in to is generating that prompt that really frames how the questions then can be constructed. And that's what makes a huge difference in being able to use it, as you would say, or as an assistant, as a collaborative partner in being able to write the exam uh, with the subject matter expert using that, as opposed to it's really more of a distraction if, if you're not using it properly. Now, have you seen any type of uh, training programs, certification programs? Uh, do you have any experience or expectations around that for this whole idea of prompt engineering or any thoughts in that area? There are MOOCs that are coming with uh, some uh, um, programs, small programs, yeah. not certification. I haven't seen much uh, in terms of uh, full program with uh, uh, you know, continuing education certification. Uh, I believe that are coming massively. And um, you were asking before how people uh, learn, right? My yeah. experience was uh, trial and error, was literally right. combining uh, uh, resources that I was finding online with uh, my knowledge, my understanding, with my skills. But there was, was not a, a structured way. And uh, the goal of a high AI of my book is uh, 
actually going in direction of educating uh, people, right? So I see this as a twofold, um, as a user and as educator, right? So basically, um, it's so powerful, this entire uh, technology, that uh, uh, you need to understand the basics, right? I understood the basics spending hours, weeks, months, playing around and, and testing and uh, making, uh, uh, you know, uh, errors. However, you can accelerate this, uh, this uh, learning curve exponentially if you basically understand how to, you know, um, prompt, for example. So sure. certification, and I know you guys are in the realm of uh, training and education is fundamental. I think we'll, be, we'll have a great uh, market will be uh, having a great uh, you know, uh, audience. And I think the education should be the, the first step in adopting uh, uh, this new, new powerful technology. That's you have great. one takeaway message for everyone, Antonio, for the rest of the world out there when it comes to AI, businesses that are trying to transform and ad adopt AI, what, what would that message be? The message will be, Start with the basics. Don't get overwhelmed, right? Don't start using too many tools. One of the chapters in my book is uh, the, a toolbox, right? With uh, probably 30, 50 tools that I rated with Claudio and I explained. But the, the rule number one is start with the basics. Start with one or two and then uh, move from there. I believe that uh, one of the key is automation. So Buzz, you were asking uh, what are the new role and the prop prompt engineer is one, but automation manager is the other one. And I believe, uh, and I'm not paid by you know, anybody uh, to endorse them, but I believe that uh, uh, application like Zapier are the key. So to answer your question, uh, uh, Buzz, I will ask, I will recommend who is starting to transform their business, start with the basics, start understanding how to use automation and tools like Zapier because are incredible and are uh, powerful. Well, Antonio, we appreciate your time. It's been an incredible conversation. Um, wh where can people find you if they want to connect with you online? Well, um, there's a website, is antoniopagano.ai. And uh, I couldn't find a better domain for my, <laughs> for my you know, uh, web exposure. The book is coming out soon. I'm on social media, uh, mainly LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm not on TikTok buzz, but my team is uh, planning on creating a campaign on TikTok because there is an interesting audience there. And... Um, and I'm, uh, I'm here if uh, anybody wants to reach out, you know, through the website, through my social media, that you find all the contact information. I'll be happy because one of my mission uh, that I think I owe to the world is to, you know, give back what I learned more than, uh, you know, um, selling books. You know, that's uh, really marginal in my, in my goal, but educating and giving back to people that are, approaching this uh, new way of doing things is uh, fundamental for me. That's great. Well, we'll look forward not only to your current book, but your next collaboration with Andy. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Andy is, uh, uh, guys, I can share Andy if anybody's interested. There's a shareable link if anybody wants to test our assistant. Okay. And, and also, I'm not endorsed by OpenAI. OpenAI is launching a platform to sell all these custom GPTs, becoming basically the Apple Store or the Google Play Store for custom GPT. So hopefully, Andy will be one of the custom GPT uh, for sale uh, for everybody to benefit of this powerful, you know, uh, GPT on uh, OpenAI. Very good. I appreciate your time, Antonio. Until next time, take care. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for your time, Antonio. Thank you, Buzz. Thank you, Buzz. Thank you to your, uh, you know, audience. Okay, so thank you so much, Buzz. I appreciate it. It was yeah. a nice uh, chat. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Thank you. Uh, um, much luck with the success of your book and your mission to to help educate, give back, and, uh, and yeah. advance the state of the art in this uh, and, new, uh, new world. And if you think that there is any sort of formal collaboration or anything that we can do together with the Criterion or, you know, with other projects you are working on. Um, uh -huh. I'm always uh, open. I'm always interested in exploring uh, new opportunities, new ideas, uh, new challenge, you know, things done differently, right? That's uh, uh, my, my approach. Again, the higher education um, uh, part is a, is a, is something that uh, you know is important in my background. So if yeah. you ever think that there is any uh, way to collaborate, please. All right. Reach out. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll. Thank you. That's uh, that's intriguing to think about that because what we, you know, what what we do work with our clients on is how they can use AI, and it's interesting that there there are a few other companies in the industry that are putting out. Chat GBT based item writers, and I, I think that to me that's a knee jerk reaction to Chat GBT being a, available out there. Any subject matter expert can use Chat GBT on their own to help them write an item, and they all have to learn. But it's really how do you apply the process, and it and the process gets into the prompt writing and understanding how to write a good item. And there's understanding the job task and the flow and and things like that, but it really does get into this prompt engineering. So I was, um, you know, very interested and fascinated with the way you put that together. And th there may be some synergy in what we're doing because we want very much people to be their own master rather than think that they have to just buy some application. That there's some magic application that's going to do it for them or that ChatGPT or any of the others out there going to suddenly do it for them. You know, that none of that can be further from the truth. The, the, the truth is, is that just the way you do your work is what's changing. And it's more about the prompt and the if you prompt it properly, it can go out and find the information and become a superpower for you, as you said, give you superpowers that you can write faster, do more, 
pull more ideas in and form them into something than you could just do by yourself. Or you could do it by yourself. Like I said, it may take you three years and now you can do it in three hours. And it just, it just, that's the superpower part of it. But if you don't get that that part right at the beginning, you don't get that benefit. Yeah, and maybe you get discouraged or you don't really understand the potential, right? That you give up. Yeah. So to your point, we even created an ebook that we are finalizing on how we created Andy. Ah. So basically, we create say while we were prompting, we're saying all the prompts, right? And then we yeah. asked actually ChatGPT um, four and Claude, hey, these are the prompts. I want to create an ebook, you know, to, for this audience to explain the process. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, we use the actual prompt to you know create an ebook, and we prompted to the AI to create the, the ebook on that. So it's on kind how of, to create uh, the prompts. Yeah. Exactly, it's crazy, but uh, actually, I will share with you as soon as it's out this ebook. So you okay. can see also what is behind creating a, a custom GPT, right? Right, right, right. No, that's that's fascinating. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Well, so it's much. a pleasure being able to meet you and talk with you here virtually at the very least, and uh, and uh, hope to connect some more in the future. Yeah, let's stay in touch and uh, let's exchange um, our our uh, information. Yeah, and, I, I'll make sure I get that from our boss. Yeah, on LinkedIn and so again, we we stay in touch. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good rest of the day. Bye bye. You as well. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Certified Skills and AI and Tech podcast, brought to you by Criterion, where we provide platforms, software, and test development and delivery services for certification programs.